0: Hi, my name is Serena. I am a mother to a toddler and currently pregnant.
1: And hi, I'm Lisa, also known as the singing Amma. Amma means grandmother in Icelandic. I am a mama and an Amma.
0: At the beginning of my first pregnancy, I felt like I was lacking my village, which is why we are here creating a village with you, in hopes that you won't feel as isolated as I did.
1: I also felt the lack of a village in my early parenting years way back when. And I come to our village with a background in early childhood education. I have been coaching parents along their parenting journeys and supporting them for over 35 years.
0: I'm Alisa and I invite you to grab your latte
1: or your tea
0: and come sit around the proverbial fire with us each week
1: when we come together to have a conversation where we'll be talking all things parenting, keeping it real, keeping it raw, right here with you. Hi, the singing Amma Lisa here. In today's episode, I will read one of my previously published magazine columns. And after the reading, Mama Serena will join me to unpack Today's topic. Let's get into it. Today's column is entitled Kitchen Kid Cupboards and Book Baskets. Early in the new calendar year, as spring is itching to burst into life, time for reorganization of the kids' spaces in our homes is optimum. Some simple organizational details can encourage a child's independence and simultaneously lessen arguments with parents, both for creating more harmony in family life. Kitchen kid cupboards or drawers. Kitchen kid cupboards or drawers are low, and easily accessible for young children. They are filled with unbreakable children's dishes and utensils, and I strongly encourage you to veer far, far away from using plastic. There are so many more environmentally friendly, eco-friendly choices today. And a kitchen kid cupboard or drawer is stocked with healthy, nutritious snacks and drink boxes that you feel fine letting your kids help themselves to. Beginning in toddlerhood, children thrive on a sense of emerging independence. Have you noticed? (laughs) They gain confidence and self-assurance when they can do something as simple as get their own dishes out of their own cupboard and help to set the family table. When their body feels hungry, the ability to choose a snack independently will bring delight to little ones, as food access is often in the adult-controlled domain only turf such a sense of emerging self-care is empowering and will reap rewards both immediately as we know whining is often directly related to hunger and we've all probably now heard the term hangry and also the rewards will come later when, as teens, our children will be faced with very big decisions. The ability to make healthy choices for oneself and one's own body is a paramount life skill that can be encouraged early and very simply. Book Baskets Do the bookshelves in your youngest literary buffs, i.e. the pre- and primary schoolers, drive you to distraction? Those randomly sized picture books with their millimeter-thin spines, that'd be mm, an eighth of an inch, quarter of an inch, if you're lucky, in uh, U.S. measurements. (laughs) Do they sprawl and spew all over the shelf and floor no matter how many times you and your children sort and tidy them? The Singing Amma's Simple Solution Purchase a few rectangular baskets without lids of a depth and width to hold a number of picture books upright. Do not cram the books in, but put in just enough books so that flipping through them to choose a story is easy, even for the littlest hands. Put the book baskets on top of a low shelf unit or dresser for easy access, and voila, organized and tidy stories at a glance. Distribute your book baskets throughout the house so they are handy for a cozy read anytime, anywhere. Hey, Serena. So I'm wondering, have you ever heard of this idea of having food for your child to help themselves to? And what do you think about that idea? I've never seen it in action
0: for little kiddos but I have thought of it because my daughter loves her snacks and she likes to be independent and I don't like to be bothered every five seconds. She wants a snack.
1: Totally.
0: So, uh, tried creating something like it, but it's not really her height. So it does Mm -hmm. need a little editing, which Mm -hmm. is just switching things on shelves. She already knows her snacks are in that closet. So, she goes to it, and she tells me she wants something in there. And right. when when the box is full, she can reach it. But when it starts getting a little empty,
1: she can't reach. Okay, yeah, great, awesome. I I read about this idea um, of giving kids sort of free range to 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 nibble. When my daughter was. Uh, probably a very young toddler, maybe, maybe, maybe when she was still an infant, I don't know, but a long time. Mm-hmm. And I love the idea right away. And what the article that I read said was, you know, a lot of what I said in my column, but specifically, like, if you have nutritious food on offer, then who cares what time of day they eat it? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you, if you have sit down dinners in your household, which I hope some of you do, because sitting down together as a family, even if it's a two person family, one parent, one child, sitting down together as a family is vitally important for connection. Aside from that, so, you know, given that if you do sit down for dinners together, you might not want them to help themselves to a snack 15 minutes before dinner's ready. However, I've also always been a parent and a grandparent who, I mean, their stomachs are so much smaller for one thing. Yeah. <clears throat> they need to eat more often. It's more natural, I think, for us to have food more often throughout the day in smaller amounts than three big meals, yes. you know? And so whenever I'm making dinner, when I was a mama, when I was a grandma, like all of it, I would far rather give them some of the pieces of vegetables that I'm chopping up or um, we eat tofu, some little chunks of tofu to nibble on or whatever, something nutritious and healthy that's actually part of the meal, but I rather give it to them prior to the meal, if they're starting to give me a few signs that they're hungry. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And so they, you know, I'd rather have them have a nibble before we sit down for dinner, than have a meltdown or whining or upset or whatever. And so aside from that, like not wanting them to eat, you know, half an hour before dinner, have a huge snack. I I think having nibbles anytime during the day is really really so great for kids
0: yeah and especially if they're healthy then who cares if they're eating them all day and if you just leave some washed grapes on the table they can go back and forth to those grapes and they can eat the whole bowl you're not worried about that grapes nuts the trail mix Mm -hmm. and even if it's not because maybe it's perishable food because usually the healthier stuff and not processed is can go bad kind of quickly so just leaving like a little tray out for the day that has a little nuts my daughter loves olives nice <laughs> so I, I love that she likes snacking on olives <laughs> so leaving out leaving that out I'm not worried about her eating too many olives or grapes and she loves that stuff Mm -hmm. also because I don't really give her chips. Sometimes we'll have chips. We have a box of chips, but that's been there for a while. And we sometimes when we're just hanging out together, we'll share a bag of chips together.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And then it becomes something special. Yes. Like Um, we're treating ourselves, but really, I mean, if young children are given healthy snacks, I remember being at an Easter egg hunt at some friend's house many years ago. And it was when people first started having video cameras for their family videos. And the dad was videoing different kids around the party. And he was going up to them and saying, and what's, what's your favorite food? And most kids were saying ice cream and pizza and, (laughs) you know, and chips or whatever, like all these treats and, you know, kind of, and my daughter said, Strawberries and broccoli. (laughs) I think were, and those were her favorite foods, you know. And I was like, right on, you know. And it was like we didn't, we didn't make, you know, treats a big part of, especially her Mm -hmm. really early years, you know. Yeah, it just wasn't a big part of our life, and and so she grew to love different kinds of fruit and berries and vegetables. Ooh. And one of the things I want to tell you, I will post a picture of this on our social also. Um, but every time, one of the things I want to say is if the kids are helping themselves to their snacks, great. If you're noticing that the energy if the, in the children is going a little bit peaked, you know, if there's more than one kid, they might be getting at each other a little, there's different signs that we know that kids are getting a little hungry and they may not know that they're getting hungry. Mm -hmm. So the kid cupboard can be really helpful, but it's not necessarily the only way that we can, you know, obviously we're not, it's not the only way we're going to supply them with snacks throughout the day. One of the things I love to do is do either a veggie plate or a fruit plate. And what I do is I cut a few pieces. So, say we're doing a fruit plate, I've got one banana and it's cut into pieces. I've got a few grapes. Now, the other thing I'll say is for grapes, for very young children, I want you to cut them in half because they can be a choking hazard. So, you want to cut them in half so they're not a choking hazard so a few grapes cut in half um a few strawberries a few blueberries whatever there is whatever is seasonal whatever you have on hand and then i put them on a plate just a regular dinner plate and i make them into like a mandala it's <laughs> so <laughs> <You're too> cute <laughs> and in the center i often put a little bowl and i put a, a few like a trail mix or nuts or something in there mm. If they're feeling more like the protein, um, or, you know, in the bowl, there might be all the little blueberries, like whatever, but it, I brought, I've done this for kids for decades and my grandson, who's now 15 when he was about five, maybe, or six, I brought him one of these and it was just him. There was nobody else around. It was just him and I. And I said, Oh, I'm just gonna get us a snack. And I brought this plate and I put it down in front of him. And he's mm-hmm. like, I'm, uh, that is so beautiful. <laughs> And I was like, well, "Thank you," but I was just kind of shocked that he had such a big response to it because he'd been having them his whole life already, you know. But he was just taken with the beauty. I mean, it looked like a flower, right? Hmm. And so, instead of just throwing the fruit on the plate or piling it up, or and the vegetables can be really fun too, just to decorate with colors and you know. And so, I'll post a few examples on um, on our social. Um, and, and so when you notice that the children or child, their energy is shifting and they're getting cranky or whiny or, um, or getting at each other, if there's more than one child, I don't usually ask, are you hungry? Oh yeah. I usually just go get the food Mm -hmm. and make it beautiful and deliver it. I don't even say anything. I'm just like, here you go. Just that's all I say, (laughs) you know, and I just put it down in the center, even of where they're playing. I I don't, unless they're in an area where they're not supposed to be eating, but I hope you don't have many areas in your home that are like that. You might have one special area that you don't want children eating, but hopefully your child, your house is baby proof, (laughs) child proof to the point where you don't mind um, kids eating in different places. So If they're playing, like we had um, wooden train sets and they'd be like building the train all over the living room floor. And I would just come in with this plate and I would put it down gently right in the center of where they were playing. And they'd be just like, oh, down, you know, diving (laughs) on it, devouring it. So that's another really good trick too with independence um, of food eating is not to always be asking them if they're hungry, If they feel their hunger and they go and get something from the snack cupboard, great. From the kid cupboard, great. But if they're really engaged in a game or a play activity, Mm -hmm. they may not even think about it. They may just, their energy may just start shifting and they might not know why, right?
0: Yeah. Like the potty. Sometimes when they're just playing, they're (laughs) uh, fear of missing out, they don't want to run to the potty. That's right. Oh, no.
1: <laughs>
0: but yeah, I get hangry and by the time I'm hangry, do not ask me anything. Just give me food. Don't ask right? me anything. <laughs>
1: do not ask me. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. And I try to, I try to, and that's the great thing about a kid cupboard, is it, it will do this for us too. But I try to preemptively s- supply food. Don't wait until the energy, the, the emotions are melting down, Mm -hmm. actually deliver it before the hunger strikes. Right.
0: Yeah. And like you said, a few, (laughs) a few small snacks throughout the day. So, Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. yeah. And the other fun thing with my grandsons, uh, grandkids is, um, sometimes if I go grocery shopping, I'll get a few little like dry food snacks. Like there's little, um, sesame they're not the sweet sesame snaps those flat ones but they're a little crunchy and they're just made with rice and sesame seeds they're really healthy they're in the bulk food section at my store anyway you can find little finger food that are dry food that are um, easy you know little finger food for kids anyway um, and I'd buy a few different nuts and a few different dried fruits and then the kids, we get the little teeny size Mason jars, like for jams or jellies. Yeah. And then they get to choose what goes in each of their little jars and they put the little lids on and then they get to put them in their cupboard. So you can involve them in the whole thing. They can even help you make the list to go shopping, or they can do the shopping with you. And you can say, we could have some of these or some of those, or we can have any of this, 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 and this, you get to choose two or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. To Give them some choices and some, some independence about what they're even getting in their kid cupboard. (laughs) Yes. And I mean,
0: when I try to give my daughter snacks, I try to, I mean, when I just shop in the store, anytime, I really only shop in, the produce produce section. Mm-hmm. So we really only shop there. So it's not like we buy lots of boxed food or bagged food. So my daughter's not used to asking for that stuff because that's not an option in the house. Right. So the yeah. pro- I think the problem really comes is once you bring that bad food, that junk food in the house, they're gonna get hooked on it. They're gonna get mm-hmm. used to it, and that's what they're gonna want. Then, then that's when it's no to all the
1: vegetables and no mm-hmm. to all the fruits
0: because they've got a taste of that. That bad. They got a taste
1: of it, and there's actually addictive qualities to sugar yeah. and salt. You know, and 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 some of the other um, preservatives and chemicals that they put in some of the junk food is very addictive. Yeah, very addictive.
0: But yeah, I try to keep it as healthy, and and so that she doesn't get tainted by that. And my dad, he barely let me have sugar, so I'm thankful for that. I never had a cavity. Twenty six
1: and never had a cavity. What? Yes, you yes. have very good teeth. <laughs> you have very good teeth. It's partly what we eat, and it's partly the teeth that we're born with or that we, that we grow in, in, in our mouths.
0: (laughs) Yes. But I'm I'm very thankful and I don't have much of a sweet tooth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when I get it, it hits hard, but most of the time I'm really. mm
1: -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. So giving them the independence and yes, making that, bringing that cupboard to where a child can get at it so Mm -hmm. different ones i've used i've used a bottom drawer and just emptied it out of everything else put their dishes and their little food snacks in there you can't see the food snacks as well if it's in a drawer or a bottom shelf of a cupboard in your kitchen Yes. and just clear out one whole bottom shelf and or or if you've got a pantry cupboard or whatever and that's just their shelf and it's so much fun for them the other thing i got was um a bread box that with a lid that comes up and down and they really enjoyed having their food in that on a, on a low counter. So there's lots of different ways to create that.
0: And if you have their plates um, just instead of a plastic plate, wooden plates are really nice. My aunt gifted that to Andrea last for her birthday, I think. And we love that wooden plate.
1: Yes, there's bamboo plates, there's wooden dishes, there's, um, there's tin, you know, stainless steel bowls and cups, we really would love people to please, um, you know, buy as little plastic as possible and keep in mind, never, ever, 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 ever warm anything up in plastic in your microwave, because it will leach into your food. So yeah, we do encourage natural products. Silicone is another wonderful thing that is on, um, is some dishes are made of. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So into book baskets now, Mm -hmm. I like that book baskets, one right next to your bed, one in the living room where you sit on the couch with your family.
1: Sometimes when in the bathroom, when yeah. they're starting to use the potty.
0: <laughs> and taking a bath, like a bath time
1: story. If you're inside in there with them and reading. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's a great idea. I mean, you don't want to have too many books in the bathroom. You just wouldn't want to get them accidentally dropped yeah. in the toilet <laughs> or in the bathtub full of water. But um, yeah, and the thing that I could not stand was this b- shelf of little little teeny tiny skinny books that are constantly falling down and falling off <laughs> the shelf and you can never see which book it is cuz they don't have a the spine on them isn't wide enough to actually read the title mm-hmm. and the kids can't read the title you know so that's why I love putting them in a basket and then you just flip them towards you and you can see the front cover and um and again they can be very independent going and choosing a book, a book for themselves.
0: Yeah. And if you have like a big bookcase, we have a little basket. So each week you can change the rotation in the basket. Yeah. And after you read each one, you put it to the back and then read the next one that's closest to the front. Mm-hmm. to keep track of where you're reading and sometimes they like repetition so maybe they'll want the same book over and over oh, again oh gosh just <laughs> you wait just you wait I
1: read one story with the little guy that I do child care for now today and then I read it again and then I read it again <laughs> and then after our walk that was the same book that he wanted <laughs> so sometimes repetition is the only way to fly <laughs> yeah Um, Anyway, we hope that that helps, um, you create some more order and organization in your homes. And as well as, uh, that it helps your children to develop some independence that they actually love, right? mm -hmm. Your little ones, not even a year and a half quite yet. And she's just loving her independence already right? yes they want to be so grown so fast and then by the
0: time they get here they're like why did I want this <laughs> like I don't know yeah but yes they'll, they'll love it
1: yeah awesome so let us know how it goes for you if your book baskets and your your food and kid dishes cupboards we would love to hear from you and submit pictures if you have any that would be oh, fun yeah. Yeah, let's get into submitting (laughs) pictures for uh, fruit plates and veggie plates, snacks, (laughs) snack plates.
0: All right, thanks for joining us this week, and hopefully you get a little more organized this year and help organize your kids and get them ready for
1: independence. Yeah, yeah, and happy New Year! Happy New Year! (laughs) Here's to 2022 being a little brighter. (laughs) We love you guys. Love you. Bye. Thanks for being here with us in our virtual village. We'd love you to join our Facebook group at the village parenting community and on Instagram at the village parenting pod.
0: And if you enjoy our podcast, please like subscribe and share. Also, if you have a moment, please leave us a review. It makes a big difference for us in reaching more parents out there who may be feeling alone
1: please direct message us to connect. Also, we absolutely love hearing from you. And until next week, we'll be keeping it real and raw, right here with you.
0: This podcast is sponsored by The Singing Mamas' private parent coaching and workshop offerings, and also by Enlightened Designs for Crafty Mamas.